Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. Does your warehouse waste time and money managing forklift batteries? Enersys can energize your operations with a customized solution, delivering the power you need while minimizing ownership costs. Enersys starts by analyzing your operations and then selecting from their comprehensive range of battery and charger technologies, develops a truly optimized system tailored to your needs. Enersys gives you the power to increase productivity and profitability. See how Enersys puts power in motion for you at Enersys.com. Businesses are retooling fulfillment operations from warehouses to omnichannel to meet new demand amid unprecedented labor shortages. 3PLs, retailers, B2B distributors, and others are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems to adapt and scale. Six River Systems Fulfillment Execution System is an integrated solution that combines intelligent, cloud-based software and automation, including its autonomous mobile robot, AMR, Chuck. No costly or disruptive infrastructure changes, fast and easy associate training, and integrations with other warehouse execution solutions allow operations to meet labor challenges, increase efficiency, and enhance customer engagement. Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast, bringing you a new episode today. On today's episode, I will be joined by Josh Rothman. He is the VP of Marketing and Product Management at Loftware. And Loftware is helping to standardize your label operations by bringing in cloud-based software and helping you to really address some of the, the impacts that mislabeling and things of that nature can have in your business and your supply chain overall. So we're going to talk to Josh about Loftware, and we're also going to dive into why are labels so critical in the supply chain and some of the impacts that businesses can feel from labeling issues and especially tied to COVID as well and how Loftware kind of helps to to address some of those. So, Josh, welcome to the show. How are you today? Um, well, Kevin, thanks for having me and a good day to everyone. Yes, yes. Good to have you on. Interesting to talk to you today about this problem and, and these labeling things. I think that, you know, labels are are so ubiquitous in our world, not only if, you know, we're just working in the supply chain, but just as a consumer as well. And it would be kind of interesting to dive into, you know, just how critical and, and important those are. But before we get into that, why don't you just give us a little bit of an overview of, of Loftware and, and what it is that you guys do? Sure. So, Loftware has been around for about 35 or so years, an early pioneer in the space of labeling. And as you mentioned, labeling is, is something that really has become ubiquitous. It, it's become the passport for moving goods through a supply chain. Oh, and yeah. 
software has done a lot in terms of evolving as that space has grown and helping to to really drive the evolution in the space. Lawfare started as a family-run business and now is a company with over 500 employees, global company, footprint across across the globe. And we uh, we help all companies of all different sizes drive labeling throughout their supply chains, throughout their operations, whether it's companies in the large life sciences that may be doing vaccines way to some of the largest manufacturers in the world. And it's really all about helping them drive the right label at the right time on the right solution to help it as to make sure the right label is either on goods or on components, supply, all the way to direct consumers, making sure they say the right thing with the right data and they end up going to the right places in the supply chain. All right. Very interesting and interesting to hear kind of the the evolution a little bit there over the last 35 years. Obviously, things have changed. And I think at the end, they had a pretty critical point about the, the data aspect of the label. And I think, you know, data helps everything do everything and move everything the, these days and, and capturing that that correct data and, and having that correct data on the label is, is really important I, i'm curious actually the the name loftware i mean obviously it's a it's a play on software in some way i'm curious what's the the origin there or what's the the meaning it's it's a interesting story it's mm-hmm. actually in many ways an homage to our founder andy anderson mm-hmm. uh, started the business in the loft of his house oh, uh, okay so it was the loft where the business was started, and it was really <laughs> hidden. Uh, we're still working against here today. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. See, I was trying to think, like, I'm like, oh, maybe the L is for label, or <laughs> or maybe the software like, takes you to these lofty goals you have or something like that. But it started in the loft. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, very cool. So so obviously, you know, you mentioned in there, which I think is a, a pretty cool way to put it is that the the label itself is kind of the the passport to getting through the supply chain right and i think that's a pretty interesting way to put it so why don't you tell us a little bit about you know labels themselves and and why are labels so critical in the supply chain space why are they so important yes so so ultimately the, the label serves as that mechanism for identifying a good as it's moving along you know could start at the very front end of the supply chain and in terms of supply all the way through manufacturing and warehousing and, and consumer use. And, and ultimately, the key is that the right information finds its way on the label so that the next step in the process, whatever that might be, has the it needs to, you know, to, to process it from that point onward. And what makes it particularly interesting is that the data that's applied to labels more often than not is not static. It's dynamic in nature, mm-hmm. right? It, it, it will change based on the product. It might change based on the customer. It might change based on the, the region of the world or the languages that are needed on the regulatory requirements that must be adhered to some cases, you know, hazardous information or patient use information. So it's about getting the right information on the label at the right time so that it intersects whatever process is happening. As an example, in a production process, you need to make sure that the label and the right label is showing up on the product at the right time to keep up with your lines. And you need to make sure you're looking at the warehouse, you're going to be able to have the right information you need to either put things away properly or find them properly. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. And it's interesting that you touched on kind of the 
the the variability in a sense of a, a label you know there's so many different aspects and like you said even just different regions of the world you know could have different requirements of things that need to be on that label and, and different inf- pieces of information and, and it can change over time right so it, with that being said i, I mean it's difficult and you'll see i mean even from just like a a consumer perspective looking at different products from different companies and looking at labels that you may receive on on your porch or something like that you know you you get different types of things that are on there and you know it's interesting to see you know how different we can be even though we're all relying on these labels so so in that sense for a, a company and a, a supply chain, a, a business overall, I mean, how do you go about trying to standardize these labels and, you know, get the data points on there that, that you need to, to have smoother flowing operations? Yeah, it, it, indeed, it, Kevin, it's one of the biggest challenges that companies face is, you know, as they've expanded, as they become global and as their supply chains are more global, how do you achieve a level of consistency and standardization and and at the same time making sure you've got the right data there? And, you know, so some of that relates to being able to have the right data sources and access to the right data sources. In the old days, there was a lot more manual effort when it came to labeling, literally way back when, hand keying in information that would then appear on a label. Well, certainly over the last 15 years, more and more integration has happened with enterprise systems, and those could be enterprise ERP systems, they could be WMS systems, you know, ES systems and, and the like, where that data resides, that is the source of truth for labeling. And so a lot of what we spend time with our customers talking about is integrating to those sources of truth, making sure you've got that level of connection, and so that the data is flowing from where the data should, those systems where you invested so much and you standardize on them. So the first part is getting the data. The second part is making sure you've got consistency in the application of that data, the data that's going to appear on the labels, right? So you need to make sure that all your locations are using the same template, the same format, data because what you don't want is you don't want to have you know production happening for one location and having one set of labels and then another location that's producing the same item it looks different it appears different or has different data so it's really about being able to centralize both the integration of the data as well as the control over the templatization of the actual labels themselves to make sure that the output is consistent across the supply chain. And that's a trick. That's not easy. A lot of companies have spent a lot of time dealing with multiple different solutions at different locations and dealing with the challenges of the inconsistencies and sometimes the errors that result because of that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. And I think, you know, there's so many different kind of inputs, I guess, going into our supply chain, right? And, and especially, you know, as we look at utilizing multiple different suppliers and, you know, one example I'm thinking of in my head is on the inbound side from a, a distribution housing perspective, right? We, we're bringing in product and, and many times it's, it's from multiple different suppliers, especially as we look at, you know, e-commerce and, you know, bringing in these products from different manufacturers or maybe, you know, you're, you're a reseller in a sense, you carry multiple different brands under one roof. So, and it, especially with COVID, you know, we, we've kind of had to, diversify in a sense our, our manufacturers and, and suppliers based on certain regions being shut down at certain points and you know getting them up and running and you know something like a label you know may get 
lost in the the shuffle in a sense in, in standardizing so you know the, oftentimes i think you have a situation where you know one supplier may send you one label that looks a certain way and then another supplier sends you a label that looks a different way and then for your employees it's it, it can be difficult to to decipher those different things so so talk to us a little bit about i guess from what you've seen from your your customers and, and who you've helped to kind of address some of these issues and get more standardization in place like how how is that impact from from covid and and shifting to different suppliers kind of taking a i guess like a, a toll in a sense on their their labeling processes yeah there's a a lot of dynamics there that have been at play i'd say prior to mm-hmm. covid that have just been accelerated or exacerbated during covid the, the first thing to note is this notion of uh, getting higher consistency. Again, a real challenge if you've got multiple suppliers and they've all got different labels coming in, you want a level of consistency with you know that will help you in the receiving process and help mm-hmm. all the downstream things that you want to do. And so you know, one of the things that we've seen our customers look to standardize on is something we call supplier labeling, where the actual company can extend to their suppliers the labeling solution, our labeling software, Mm. such that they can do the labeling to follow the format and the standard that's needed for them to receive it in a consistent fashion, even across suppliers. And that gives the company complete control over the format, but at the same time gives them the ability to enable the suppliers to use their own data, of course, to create their own labels and their own printers as well that that output those labels. But you get a different level of consistency. Think about the the savings of just not having to relabel all these inbound goods, pretty significant uh, by having consistent labeling there. Now, if we sort of pivot and talk about what's changed in COVID, I think what's interesting is the whole notion of suppliers and and supplier relationships, I think, has changed. You know, there's been enough issues in supply that there's been a greater need for diversification of suppliers and more agility to be able to quickly onboard and adapt to new and different suppliers. So, the situation that was in place just becomes even more important because you need to be able to onboard those suppliers quickly and make sure they're labeling the right way as well. So the ability to quickly extend labeling to suppliers and have a predefined format, both those things really help. And, you know, something we'll probably chat about a bit more is the cloud is also enabler of that because you need to be able to get these suppliers up and running quick as we've seen during COVID. We'll be back after a quick break. You hear a lot about supply chains these days, because if the past couple years have taught us anything, it's that an efficient, well-managed supply chain is absolutely critical to keeping businesses successful and consumers happy. I'm Will Haywood, and I host a podcast called All Business, No Boundaries, where we talk about supply chains, how they work, what happens when they don't, and the innovations that are redefining what's possible in the world of logistics. Join me for insightful interviews with thought leaders and industry experts. We discuss how optimizing supply chains can break down the barriers that are holding businesses back. That's All Business, No Boundaries by DHL Supply Chain. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
With e-commerce off the charts, many small and growing warehouses are asking, how can I get ahead when my warehouse is barely keeping up? The answer is future-ready warehouse tech from Zebra Technologies. Warehouses can simplify and upgrade all processes, from automated inventory management to hands-free picking with Zebra's tailored, scalable mobile solutions. They're simple and intuitive. There's never been a better time to upgrade for success with Zebra. How can your warehouse get ahead? The answer's in black and white. Get the answers at zebra.com slash the answer. That's zebra.com slash the answer. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's really important there, as you mentioned, like to get them up and running. I know in my experience, you know, we had a, a situation where we were getting product out of out of China, and you know, part of China shut down and we couldn't get anything. And then we had to quickly pivot to I think we pivot to to Thailand, and and it was a lot of things kind of. You know, we didn't necessarily, I guess, dot the I's and, and cross the T's. I guess you would say, in a sense, because it is like such a rush to try and just get product, right? So we could fulfill customer orders, and and a lot of things, you know, got lost in the in the shuffle, like certain labeling things as well, and and just way, ways that things were were arranged for for the receiving side and, and all different types of things. So it's it's something that you said you need to get up and running fairly quickly, and and should be you know part of the onboarding process and, and startup for like from the beginning so so you talked a little bit about a while back about the the old way of kind of keying in data to to produce a label right so so tell us a little bit about you know how have we evolved in that sense from the point of keying in this data to to get a label the way you want it which obviously is is mistake prone to now what you just mentioned a, a cloud-based solution that's more easily accessible to that that data yeah, i think i think if you look at the history of, of labeling and where we've been uh, really step one was to be able to get something on a label that mm-hmm. it could help identification process and, and help to you know encode with with the right the barcode with the right information that started with a lot of manual effort and then as I mentioned probably 15 20 years ago there was much more integration that started to take hold and you know some of the keys that we've seen over the years with avoiding manual labeling even as recently as 2020, we saw that 61% of respondents in a survey that we did said that they had more than $50,000 in mislabeling alone. Wow. And, you know, so there, there's still a lot of mislabeling out there, but I think there has been an evolution to go to the sources of truth. So you're taking manual decision-making out of play and you're relying on, you know, your SAPs of the world, the data that's there, the product information, the customer information to make sure you've got it right. And some of that has been driven by uh, some of the large behemoths in the space, the Walmarts of the world and the Targets of the world that really impose very significant fines if you get it. Now, those aren't regulatory bodies, but they have the same effect. Not yeah. only can they turn the business off, but they can find you significantly. So, so we've seen this greater reliance on making sure you get the data right. Integration is the key there. Um, but what we've also seen is we've seen this evolution of cloud. And part of the reason for the evolution of cloud is because rather than having to install software at every single location that might be different versions or might be actual different software packages that could label differently and increase the risk of mislabeling even 
if the data is correct, it just could be the label itself that is a different format or contains old data or old branding or whatever it might be. Those things can all result in differences, inconsistency that ultimately downstream cause errors. With the new technology and capabilities that we're able to deliver to customers that are cloud-based, you're able to have single deployments that have cloud failover capabilities too locally. So you ensure continuous uptime, which is critical for labeling. You, you know, if you can't produce a label, you can't ship a good, you can't produce yeah. a good. So you need to be able to do that. But at the same time, cloud allows you to have the single the standardized centralized deployment to serve all components of your operations across the globe. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's critical and very important because you want to be able to have access to that that data and being able to to easily implement in, into new suppliers or, or new distribution centers, new facilities, whatever the case may be, to easily standardize. And we talked a little bit about the the importance of that that standardization. And I'm curious, you know, from a perspective of you know someone that's that's listening, and you know they may be thinking that. You know, it's like, you know, one box gets gets mislabeled or the data is wrong or something. You know, what's what's the big deal, right? So so talk to us a little bit about kind of, and I think you have, you have some data points maybe too about this is, you know, the, the real business impact and operational impact of, of having mislabeled packages or mislabeled boxes, whatever the case may be. Yeah, so, so I, I, it, it's really wide and diverse in terms of mm. the, it can have. I, I mean, we, we in one of our surveys last year also saw that 77% of our respondents had to pause their production lines four or so times in the past year due to labeling issues. So if you mm -hmm. think about going through these massive production lines and the amount of value that's going across them, that's very significant just in production time. Then think about what happens if you're labeling a food good or even a medical or pharmaceutical good well, at that point, you're talking about all waste at that point. You, you can't just relabel things that have been directly applied potentially on goods. Um, we've also seen, and we, we spent quite a bit of time working with VDC Research, they've cited that eight in 10 large enterprises have experienced at least one major labeling error per year, which has cost them upwards of $2 million. So the challenge is getting it wrong has a significant financial impact, but it can also have significant regulatory impacts. If you get a, a medical device mislabeled, you could be looking at a recall. Yeah. In some cases, your inability to label correctly can keep you out of markets as well. So that can have a potential impact on future business as well. So the stakes are higher, both from a regulatory perspective, and as I referenced earlier, from a customer perspective, if you look at the, the again, the behemoths like Walmart mm -hmm. and, and Target, yeah yeah absolutely and I, I think the you know the obviously the the example of a, a medical device or, or food type of item you know being mislabeled i mean can be a huge deal right you know you're, you're messing with people's people's lives in, in that sense and you know it could be very very impactful but you know on i guess a broader scale as well you know looking at, at business in general and even mentioning you know the walmarts and, and amazons and things of that nature i've certainly dealt with them in, in my career and and they're very strict and, and stringent labeling standards and and as you mentioned the fines they add up <laughs> very quickly and if you have something that's um mislabeling or, or giving a, a false data point or something and and you know you don't catch it until further on i mean you're talking you know 
possibly hundreds of packages, maybe thousands of packages that that have gone out. And now, you know, if you deliver that to a to an Amazon or a Walmart, you know, you're going to be you're going to be fined pretty heavily. And I, you know, been in a position where I had to try and combat some backs from from Amazon and those places, and they don't care. They don't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> so, and you, you really can't do anything but pay them. So, you know, the thing is that it is super super important, and you know, not only from that standpoint and just the business impact but uh, i mean obviously hearing you know those numbers you know two million dollars potential business impact from a mislabeling issue is is huge and you know it's, it's it seems like something that could you know simply be prevented through some of the things that you talked about from standardization and utilizing cloud-based solutions so you know obviously businesses it's in their best interest to to make sure that their their labels are are correct and even though it's just essentially a, a sticker right it, it's a very important part of the supply chain in the business overall as you mentioned it's it's the the passport in, in the supply chain so so when it comes to you know solving some of these problems and, and combating some of these issues and and preventing them from from happening initially tell us a little bit how like how Loftware comes into play and helps companies to to attack some of these issues and make sure that they don't fall victim to to the mislabeling. Yeah, and I, I would say that one of the challenges here is that the complexity is ever evolving, right? So it's it's always a change, regulations, new customer expectations, new regional considerations, and and so I think a lot of it is. You know, being able to offer the right size solution for a company's business, and, and that's whether it's, you know, for the entire enterprise or whether it's for a single location. But the, the idea is we, we want to help companies think about labeling, think about their labeling requirements, and think about addressing them in a single common way. And so it's all about providing a platform and a solution that's able to say, here are the types of labeling that we're doing. Here are the, the, the types of labels and requirements we have for our customers. And here's how we need to go about creating them. And so what our software can do is it can really fit within their world, be configured to their world, understanding what data sources need to be connected to that are going to drive that data that's on the label, and then really applying a a consistent set of centralized, you know, think about them as templates that are going to be used in, in a lot of business rules that are applied to make sure that that data is properly mapping and dealing with the nuances of region, language, country, customer requirements, etc., such that you bring the data together with this template and some rules, and ultimately what we do is output that label to typically a, a thermal print device. Uh, that will output labels at an incredibly high rate of speed because it needs to, and it needs to do that globally. But the key is that we're implementing that in much more of a centralized, standardized fashion so that rather than deploying it in multiple different places, you're deploying it once, you're deploying it over the cloud so, such that you have that ubiquitous access to the same data, to the same templates, and you're doing it right, you're doing it once. But you still have that local control and autonomy as needed because, again, local manufacturing and warehouses and distribution centers, they have to stay up and running at all times. So being able to support that is, is critical as well. 
Yeah, yeah, and I, I think it's great that what you guys are doing and and coming in to, to help companies kind of combat these issues that, that we're talking about and giving them flexibility in a sense as well to be able to to bring on new partners and, and new customers as we talked about and new suppliers as well and, and get that standardization in place and making sure that the right right data points are in the right place at, at the right time, right? Which is always the, the critical thing for us in the, the supply chain, right? Right place, right time. So we want to make sure that we have those things in place and, and Loftware is obviously doing that. And obviously, you know, 35 years in the, in the business and being able to grow with labels and the evolution of labels and being able to, to provide these things to customers, I think is, is a really important thing and, and definitely advantageous and, and beneficial thing. So so I want to thank you, Josh, for, for coming on the, the podcast today and talking everything labels with us and, and kind of the, the critical there and, and talking about the, the passport of, of the supply chain. I, I love that analogy there. I think that's great. And if people want to learn more about Loftware, how can they do that? Absolutely. Certainly just visit www.loftware.com. Follow us on social media and you know we, we'd love to engage. We spend a lot of time with a lot of leaders in the industry and we're, we're happy to, to help and engage at any point. All right, great. And we'll put all that information at thenewwarehouse.com as well so people can find it easily. So, Josh, thank you once again for your time on the show today. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from the new warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for the new warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.